Good morning. It's good to be with you as we continue together in our time in Proverbs. Uh, it's a great day to open up God's Word. It's a great day to study, a great day to dig into these truths we find in Proverbs. So today we're in Proverbs 4. And just a reminder for those of you who are new to my Rooted in Christ, what we've done historically is we have um, looked at individual passages well, we really read a book of the Bible together, and that's what we're doing now. But what we're doing with Proverbs is we are going to, over the course of this month, normally I'll read a book and I'll read section by section. Um, with Proverbs, we're reading a proverb a day, a chapter a day, and it's a long chapter. You know, today's cha we're in day, day four, so there's 27 verses. So we're not going to read all of this chapter together. We're going to, I'm going to look at a few individual passages that spoke to me within chapter four, but I'm encouraging you to read all of four yourself and then reflect upon it. So just in these 10 minutes, we're going to look at a few passages um, out of chapter four, and then we'll do this the rest of the month. And then when we start in February, we'll, uh, we'll read a book together and go a little bit slower looking at each individual section. So I wanted to, but I thought Proverbs was a good thing to start off the year with. I, I've shared with you before, Dr. Frank Pollard said, read three Psalms and a Proverbs a day, and it'll help orient your life. And I've always liked that advice. So I thought 31 days of January, 31 Proverbs, let's read through the book of Proverbs together. So today, uh, though, we're going to look at chapter four, and I want to look at Honestly, the first few verses and the last few of this passage, I think it's some really good stuff there in those four. So, um, but let's read uh, chapter four. We're going to read verses one uh, through through five, and then we're going to finish up by reading um, 20 through 27. So verse one through five. Listen, children, to a father's instruction. Be, in, be attentive that you may gain insight. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. My teaching, When I was a son with my father, tender, and my mother's favorite, he taught me, saying, Let your heart hold fast to my words. Keep my commandments and live. It, get wisdom. Get insight. Do not forget. Do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Then verse 20. My child, my child, be attentive to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and healing to all flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance. Far, far from it flow the springs of life. Or from it, far from it flow the springs of life. A lot of Fs there. Put away from you all crooked speech, and put all devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward. And your gaze be straight upon you. Keep straight the path of your feet, and all of your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. So remember, yesterday we read in chapter three. It said, uh, "Lean not upon your own understanding. Trust in Him, and He will make your path straight." So I like this notion that when we are trusting in God, He makes our path straight. But then it says here, keep straight the path of your feet and all your ways will be sure. Look directly forward. Keep your your gaze straight before you. Keep straight the path of your feet. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. So I think there's something important there, and I think this goes back to wisdom. Whenever we are keeping wisdom in front of us, whenever we're keeping wise counsel in front of us, whenever we're keeping God's word in front of us, he will keep our path straight. However, I think that means to us that we need to be attentive to that straight path. Um, God will straighten our path, no doubt. God will give us wisdom for where to walk, but we need to keep it 
focused. Um, I, I know in my life, it's very easy for me, it seems like, to start good habits, to start good paths, and then get distracted from the corners of my eye. There's a there's an old song by a Christian group, um, Cademan's Call, that just has this line uh, about how we all get distracted by the corners of our eyes. And I know for me, and I'm assuming for many of us, it's easy to to hear the words of God that we read today or easy to receive wise counsel or wisdom from mentors and friends, to, to get the wisdom from God and to, to feel and to find ourselves walking the straight path that God has for us. And then we're all distracted by the corners of our eyes. And now I'm... You know, it's it's for me, it's it's so interesting that my distractions, and I'm gonna assume for for most of us, our distractions aren't always the terrible, awful, sinful things that we can focus on. I don't I don't assume most of us are distracted by a temptation to go out and commit murder or the temptation to go out and rob a bank. But the things that distract us can be urgent, important things, paying our bills, coordinating our schedules with our spouses, our children's homework and schedules, things that are not bad, but that are good. Our distractions, y'all, aren't always the terrible things. That's what, that's what we're, I think we're prepared to be distracted by the awful temptations. I don't think that's, I don't think that's uh, something, honestly, that trips us up most days. I think it's just life. And so I think that's why it's important for us to do things like Rooted in Christ or other daily readings, to, to orient ourselves to, to be intentional by keeping our eyes focused on what comes. Because then what happens is when we have our eyes focused upon God and his wisdom, we have our eyes focused upon God's word, we have our eyes focused on his grace, we have our eyes focused on that, then the things that distract us, we can bring them onto the path with us. Because kids got to do their homework, y'all. <laughs> Bills have to be paid. Like, these things aren't bad. But if we take our focus off God and put our focus on our kids' homework, then we're consumed by that, and that can take us over. Or when we take our eyes off God and put our focus on our bills, then we're consumed by that, and we need to be consumed by God, not consumed by the stuff of earth. Because then we're, we're, when we're consumed by God and we're focused upon God, then the stuff of earth becomes part of our overall life and not the purpose of our life. Let your eyes look directly in front of you. Let your gaze be set before you. Focus on God. What did Jesus say in Matthew Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you.
The Father knows we have need of these things. That's what he says in Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount. He, the Father knows we have need of food and clothing and shelter. The Father knows we have need of our children growing up to be healthy. The Father knows we have need of our parents in their latter days being healthy. The Father knows we have need of work responsibilities and we have we have all these things. The Father knows these things. The Father is not immune to the stuff of our life. But when we put our focus on the stuff of our life, we miss the purpose for our life. Say that again. When we put our focus on the stuff of our life, we miss the purpose of our life. The purpose of our life is not the stuff. The purpose of our life is the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So what are you focusing on today, friends? What is your eyes fixed upon? What is our heart settled upon? Where is our focus? Where is our energy? Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. The things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. What do we focus on today, friends? Where's our life found? Where is our gaze directed? Is it directed upon God and his wisdom? The advice he offers to us today, the counsel he gives us? Or is the corner of our eyes? What are we living for today, friends? Where's our purpose? Let's focus on God, y'all. Let's focus upon him and his way and his will and his life. And the rest of it will make sense. Let's focus on him. And we'll find our life. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm enjoying walking through Proverbs with you. Tomorrow we'll pick up with Proverbs. Well, actually, tomorrow is uh, Friday, so what we're going to do tomorrow is we're actually going to look at 5, 6, and 7. The weekend, we're going to kind of look at those chapters together, so um, that way we're going to hit all of it. So I would encourage you to, to read those chapters as well, but we'll focus on 5, 6, and 7 tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. Have a great rest of your day. <music>